schedules uh, for a lot of the members of Golbazan, but we've been keep, uh, trying to keep our best with uh, staying on top of all the things happening with Team Mali. There's a lot to talk about, uh, both with Team Mali, Persian Gulf Pro League, and the Asian Champions League. So many headlines happened in just the last few weeks, and we'll try our best to get uh, through it all. Uh, I'm your host, uh, again, for some reason today. I'm Samson Tamajani. I have with me Daniel Kayal and Erfan Hosseini. Daniel, how's it going, man? Hi, everyone. Very good. Thank you, Samson. How are you? It's good. It's always a good time when it's the international break and we don't have anything extremely negative to talk about. Erfan, um, er- what about you, man? What's up? Hey, Samson. Hey, everyone. Yeah, um, I'm happy to be here again. Looking forward to the games. Yeah, uh, same here, mate. Um, yeah, a- unless there are any groundskeeping uh, enthusiasts uh, around nothing too negative, uh, we just have Neymar laughing at uh, Iranian turf fields, so... Um, that's that's nothing uh, too too great, but uh, uh, but Neymar got his goal anyway. But any, anyway, we're gonna get into this. The first thing we want to talk about is um, the October list for Team Mali. They are inching closer to the uh, Asian Cup in January, which will be in Qatar, and they uh, decided to go with a strategy of uh, this time playing a more domestic friendlies uh, and participating in. Uh, the Jordan International Tournament that's been going on for a while, as as uh, I, I found found out, um, and Iran is by far the highest ranked team taking part in it. It is Iran, Jordan, uh, Iraq, and Qatar, if I am correct, guys. Uh, which also opens up a potential rematch uh, or, or return of uh, Carlos Queiroz coaching against his own players. We'll get into that in a good uh, bit. Um, but uh, we uh, also had the squad announcement that uh, Amir Galanoi uh, announced. And uh, we have that list uh, right here. We have the, the goalkeepers, Ali Reza Bayran-Vand, hopefully not uh, getting knocked out this international break. We've uh, had rather un- unlucky times within the last few times. I, I, I really hope I, he finds a way to avoid that. It seems like every time we see him in action, he runs into his own player or gets a concussion. So um, we also have Payam Niazman, who's uh, uh, been doing well uh, in, in uh, club. Uh, Hossein Hosseini, who we saw in the World Cup for our uh, for a lot of our um, fans who joined us for our World Cup coverage, uh, obviously saw him step in when Bayron Vaughn uh, was knocked out uh, against England. Uh, Sadi Muharami was going to be coming back. However, he got injured. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Ramin Rezaian, Muteza Porali Ganji, Amin Hazbavi, Mohamed Daneshgar, uh, and then defensive, uh, uh, oh, no, yeah, still defenders, Esan Hashsafi, of course, 
Mila Mohammadi makes uh, a return. Uh, Ezra Tolahi coming off a goal with uh, uh, in the Danish league. You don't see that every day with Ezra Tolahi. Uh, Aman Nur Alahi. Uh, Ruzbe Cheshmi comes back. Uh, Saman Kodus uh, off of, uh, well, not much for Brentford, but he gets called back in the team after a good performance last month. Um, we have uh, uh, Jahan Baksh, Merdad Mohammadi, uh, and of course, Tarimi Mohebi just scored for FC Rostov in uh, Russia a few days ago. Uh, Javad Hosseinijad, we'll uh, talk about that. Azmun makes his return. Hopefully a healthy Azmun, that is. And Ansari Fard makes his return. So, uh, guys, breaking down first the goalies and we'll work our way up. Uh, a kind of a uh, kind of a more or less expected three, Baron Van, Niazman, and Hosseini. Although not enough room for uh, for Abed Zadeh. Does that surprise anyone, Daniel? Well, I'm not really surprised uh, regarding uh, what happened uh, during the last uh, national uh, gathering and the, the, the last uh, squad lists. I, I think Amir uh, should uh, show good uh, good performances uh, with his club. And he could be, uh, I think, the only goalkeeper to, to challenge those three. Uh, and I think he has the level to take his part back. Uh, it's not like we're fully uh, secured uh, with this uh, position. So, yes, I think in the future, maybe for the Asian Cup, he can come back. Goal is Erfan? Uh, yeah, so all three goalkeepers are from the domestic league. As you said, Abed Zada is not there after his recent move to the Spanish second division. And uh, I actually think that th this lineup of three is going to be our uh, are going to be our goalkeepers for the Asian Cup as well. I mean, uh, they've all been playing consistently well uh, for the respective clubs, Berambang and Hosseini. Uh, both have uh, four clean sheets in five games. And um, Berambang did make uh, a small mistake. Not a small mistake, but he did make a mistake against Zobahan. But other than that, uh, he's been doing pretty well. So if he doesn't get injured, I think he's going to be uh, the main man for Iran. And uh, Niazman as well, he has conceded three goals this season, I believe, but uh, those shots were not savable, to be honest. And uh, other other than that, he's been doing really well for Sabahan. And uh, Hosseini, uh, he saved two out of two penalties this season, so a great start to the season for him as well. And uh, yeah, I think that these three are going to be our goalkeepers for the Asian Cup. Do, do we think that... Uh... Do we think that Baron Vaughn should automatically get the start, or should Galanoi let let the the other two uh, battle out to to get the uh, starting job for the Friday Friday's first match? Um, of course, you can never say a, a player should automatically start. So, I think based on um, what we've seen over the last month, Galanoi uh, has been attending some PGPL games himself. So, uh, I think he will know best, and he is in the training. So. Based on whoever's been performing better, I think whoever deserves to start should start the game. Yes, and maybe we could have a, a, a try for uh, Rolenoui. Maybe he will try someone in the, the next two two games since uh, they're friendlies and uh, and uh, we're not uh, at the Asian Cup yet. Yeah, you want to make sure you have that uh, circulation and make sure you have guys who stay in form and can 
uh, have some cohesion with the national team. Club team, uh, the club team form only goes so far for you when you find yourself uh, having to be subbed in all of a sudden in the middle of the Asian Cup with your country depending on it. You have to make sure that you are ready for that, that you have the chemistry with the lineup of guys. You have the right lineup of guys so that if someone goes out, the next man is up and he can fill in. We we know that all too well. When Baron Vaughn uh, broke his nose in the World Cup, well, all of a sudden we had Hossein Hosseini facing uh, the likes of Harry Kane and Sterling. I mean, all these guys. So uh, you have to expect Murphy's Law. If it can go uh, worst-case scenario, it will go worst-case scenario. And you have to have a commanding presence in goal. And these three guys have been uh, proven to do so. Um, Niazman obviously not at the World Cup level. Hossein Hosseini got the win against uh, Wales when Karish picked him to fill in uh, for the Wales game. Uh, as for defenders, guys, uh, Rezaian, Puraliganji, Hasbavi, Danishgar, Khalilzadeh, Kenani, Hazafi, and Mohammadi. Uh, is, that, is that a good uh, selection, do we think, Daniel? Well, on the fullback, fullbacks, I think there there are no surprises. Only uh, the the injury of uh, Moarami, of course. But I think that these are our best uh, four fullbacks uh, on both sides. Uh, in in the center backs, I'm happy to see uh, Hasbavi. He's 20 years old, and since uh, uh, someone like Majid Hosseini is injured or not ready to play, I think he's back from injury, but he's still. Uh, not fully fit, so it's better that he stay with his club. Um, it's good. It's good to trust uh, to youngsters, especially one playing uh, uh, starting in the Qatar Super League, uh, and uh, since his uh, summer move, and uh, it's good. Maybe he will have some minutes, so it will be good to see uh, how he will do uh, for uh, Team Ali. Erfan, before I let you uh, step in. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot to mention straight up that uh, uh, Salmani was not included due to his injuries and Moharami has been replaced uh, with Hardani. Uh, specifically Hardani, and I'll let you go to the other defenders, does that sound like a good uh, good sub since we unfortunately won't have Moharami? Uh, yeah, Hardani. Hardani is a great player. Uh, he's been uh, part of uh, team medalists for a while now, in and out of team medley. Uh, since the 2022 qualifiers and um, he's last season he didn't play consistently for Estaglal uh, but this season now um, he's back starting again uh, he's been doing well and uh, provided some good assists uh, and not only uh, as an attacker but he can also provide a lot as a defender and uh, I think he's a good backup uh, for Ramir Zayan who's likely going to be uh, our starting right back in these games uh, and uh, for the rest of the defenders, uh, like um, like Daniel said, I'm happy uh, with these uh, choices. I think these are our best fallbacks. And uh, Hasbavi also, you mentioned, I'm happy to see him in the squad. And uh, a controversial call-up is uh, for Shura Khalilzada. And, uh, but I I actually, I think he deserves to be called up. Uh, after a shaky end to last season, um, he returned to the PGPL this season and has been He's he's been doing really well for Tractor. I think he's their captain captain now, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, especially over the last three or four games, they I think they haven't considered a single goal. And yeah, I'm happy with this set of players. 
Erfan, can you bring us up to speed uh, and reintroduce us to Hasbavi and Danishgar? Some of our maybe casual listeners, uh, maybe that's not a really familiar, those aren't familiar names to hear. Uh, can you tell us uh, who they play for and, and how they've been uh, recently? Yeah, okay. So starting off with Amin Hasbavi, uh, he's 20 years old. Uh, he was part of the Fulad Academy system. Uh, he played for Fulad until last season. He impressed a lot in the AFC Champions League knockout stages, especially against Al Faisali, and also uh, in the quarterfinal game against Al Hilal. They only lost one 0 and he he had a chance to almost score that game as well. His header, unluckily for him, hit the crossbar, um, and he that earned him a move to uh, Qatari champions, as said, and uh, the Qatari Stars League. And um, he have hasn't been getting all the much of the game time, but when he has, he has impressed. Uh, he scored on his first start for them, a uh, very good header. And uh, the other defender, Mohamed Danishkar, um, he's a familiar name in Iranian uh, domestic football. Um, he's played for Saipa before and Estalal as well, where um, he got a move to Sepahan last season. And uh, you guys might recognize his name uh, as he scored a goal against Zenit in Sepahan's friendly against uh, Zenit and Esfahan last season. So you guys might have heard of him there. And yeah, I think both of them deserve to be in this squad. Yeah, and Danish, Danish guy, yeah, he's a good size, six foot uh, one. He's, he's 29 years old, so he's plenty of experience, as as you mentioned. Um, Danielle, we have uh, Ezotolahi hopefully in better form. He managed to get a goal. It was a great header off of a uh, corner kick. Nuralahi. The Welsh dragon slayer in Ruzbe Cheshmi makes his return. Uh, and Khodus Jahanbaksh and Merdad Mohammadi. Uh, all these midfielders, uh, some of them I mentioned are uh, uh, center defensive midfielders. Uh, what do you think of uh, that midfield core, Daniel? Well, I'm happy to, to see those names. Uh, I think, uh, well, even if Said Zatola is not informed, uh, we cannot. Uh, uh, play without him uh, regarding his qualities and uh, his tactical and technical level. Uh, I, I, I'm happy to see again uh, someone who does. I think uh, he's doing well uh, for Team Melly. Uh, I mean, he did well in the last call up and, uh, and uh, he needs to play. He's not playing a lot uh, uh, and it's quite frustrating because I think he's fit and I think he can give uh, Brentford, uh, his Premier League club, uh, uh, different options, but he's not given. He's not be giving given his chance uh, for now. Um, well, Nurullahi and Ezotolahi are classics. Uh, Cheshmi is uh, now uh, becoming uh, a classic to forty Meli. He's been called up a lot. I I think he's not a starter, but uh, uh, he could be a good backup. And I'm happy to see in this list of uh, central midfielders, uh, we have Jose Najat, uh, 20 years old too, so same uh, same year than uh, than uh, Has Bavi. It's good to have uh, yeah two new prospects, and we'll see how they will do if they get some some minutes. I think it's the time for them to to show at senior level uh, what they can do, and uh, it's good to have some prospects. Yeah, it would be good to get a little bit of a positive outlook on these younger players after some really, really embarrassing 
failures with the U23 team, uh, failing to uh, failing to tie or beat Uzbekistan uh, in the qualifiers for the Olympic tournament for Asia, uh, which is very embarrassing to see. And in the Asian game, something that doesn't mean as much, but they still have the U23 team. Uh, they were eliminated by Hong Kong. Not exactly a country, more like a city, but eliminated by Hong Kong. But nonetheless, uh, some of the, the bright young spots uh, get a chance at the senior national team uh, and the senior Asian Cup, something that matters uh, a whole lot more uh, in terms of the senior level. Uh, Erfan, what do you make of uh, the attackers now? Uh, we have uh, uh, Goldus, who's not getting a lot of playing time at all, but uh, staying in form in, in England. We have Hossein Ijad. Uh, you can probably touch on him a little bit. Uh, Mohibi is being informed. Tarami is Tarami. And uh, Ansari Fard. And I, I will mention Azmoon. We'll save him for last. And uh, yeah, Rodus, uh, you mentioned he's not been getting much playing time at Brentford, but uh, he had a good return to Team Ellie last uh, month. And uh, I think uh, he impressed Ralenoi, and uh, that was enough for him to get uh, his call up back again. And I think that um, that window last month actually kind of helped his career because we saw him coming in as a substitute for Brentford a few times after that team. He impressed, and I think it was their Carabao Cup the defeat against Arsenal, even though they lost that game. And uh, But he came on and played the last 20 or so minutes and uh, created some good chances. Uh, then Hossein Najad, you mentioned, is his first call-up. I'm very, very happy to see him there. I think he definitely deserves this call-up. Um, he came out of nowhere for Sepa on this season, and uh, he's been uh, consistently starting for them and uh, playing really well. Um, then on the other attackers, Taremi. Like you said, it's just Medi Taremi. Uh, Osmoon, uh, I hope he can uh, regain fitness. He hasn't been getting much playing time in Roma. Uh, and Sarifad is also back. I'm happy to see him. He has a lot of experience. I think he can help uh, more so outside of the pitch and the dressing room, maybe. And uh, also Mehdad Mohammedi uh, has uh, has gotten a, a ret return call up to Team Meli after a long, long time uh, after impressing his first few games for Astaflan. Yes, and uh, on Merdad Mohammadi in the last pod, uh, I was mentioning his name because I think uh, one of our, I mean, one of our biggest uh, weakness in the last World Cup was uh, pace, and uh, uh, so Halenoy quickly called uh, when he when he came, um, he quickly called Mohebi, and now uh, and I was saying that yeah, maybe someone like Merdad Mohammadi with his pace and abilities uh, would bring. Uh, uh, something more to to the team and he he called him up now so let's hope that uh, he will stay fit and uh, can uh, uh, bring something more to the team because we don't have much player with that pace and uh, and he, he was doing very well in portugal i think he has a european level so he's not playing europe right now but uh, but he 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 could have and uh, yes regarding um, osmoon i think wallenwe will give him Maybe not starting the first game, but he will start at least one of the, those two games. He needs to play. I think he's back from his injury and he just wants to play. And he's not been given his chance uh, uh, at uh, Roma. But uh, yeah, maybe it will be uh, 
an opportunity for him to show us again uh, what he's made of. I don't, I don't, I don't know if you agree, Erfan, but I, I don't really want to chance it because we just haven't seen him at all, hardly since uh, what, what, what since uh, since he scored against Uzbekistan. Really, that's really the main time we've seen him in an actual game, club, or country. Um, uh, Azmoon, I'm I'm talking about. Um, I don't know if I would I would necessarily chance it. Oh, <laughs> laptop's falling apart. But um, I, if he's healthy, it's good to see him back in the the squad, though. Uh, yeah, it's good to see him back in the squad after missing uh, last month. But yeah, I don't know if he's gonna start both games. I doubt he is. Um, to be fair, he looked pretty fit uh, on uh, in the recent training sessions, but but then again, that's just training. We have to actually see him in the games. Um, like Daniel mentioned, I think he will start one of the games though, uh, maybe the the final if we make it there. Um, I think that Alanoi will start him, maybe test the two striker formation that game. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I hope he he does well. All right, moving on then. Uh, something that isn't talked about uh, really on the field, uh, but uh, as a neutral platform, we, we have to address it. Um, Coach uh, Amir uh, Galanoi, uh can't seem to find the right angle of himself, and he's been banning photographers for it. Um, this is, if you haven't heard about this yet, um, it, it's a true story. It's verified by us, um, the national team photographer in the last camp was suspended uh, because the manager and I guess the Federation did not approve of his photos of Amir Galanoi. And just like with Ezatolaki, the solution can easily be getting better fitness, eat better. Um, or if you're a Galanoi, you can pick a different photographer who only gets your best angles. Um is this a character trait or, or just why it's 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 just silly, <laughs> but but that that's what we're dealing with. His tactics seem to be working okay. Uh, are we in agreement about this? Actually, yeah. The photographer, uh, he's called uh, Amir Khairfa. He's actually a very famous photographer in Iran. Um, he's been uh, Team Betty's photographer for a while now, and the reason that he was actually suspended or banned was because he put out a, a story, an Instagram story of Amir Kalinui. And he said, I swear, I swear on my grandfather that this is not Photoshop. So I think uh, that was the reason why he, he was suspended. Now, I know... Um, he didn't say anything bad. He didn't, no, he didn't say anything yeah, bad. He, he just said, it's not Photoshop. It's not Photoshop, I understand. But... Uh, there's there can be a debate for both sides here. I think he should level maintain a level of respect. I mean, at the end, he is our national team's coach. But come on, it's just a bit of a joke here. And there. I don't think it it should, it should have led to him being suspended uh, for the national team trainings. Last time I checked, even the world class managers uh, on the planet still have a sense of humor. But uh, Galanoi doesn't seem to have one. D Daniel's like, I'm staying out of this. I'm staying out of this. <laughs> yes, I am. All right. All right. Um, back to uh, back to on the field uh, matters uh, for the Asian uh, Champions League fans we have uh, on this uh, on this uh, podcast. Uh, we had a, a lot of controversy. The AFC all of a sudden had their hands full with this with Al Itihad 
uh, and uh, guys, refresh my memory of the players for them. Uh, and Golo Conte, right? And uh, uh, Fabinho and Golo Fabi- Conte, uh, Benzema who was injured. Yes, they they had they had sixty thousand fans uh, for uh, for uh, their match uh, against uh, Sepahan. Uh, 60,000 rabid Sepahan fans waiting to see these stars, waiting to see their favorite team go against these guys. And it was canceled or postponed, I should say. Uh, they said the word canceled, but it's really postponed uh, until further notice uh, because uh, the officials of the team had issues apparently with the uh, bust that they had of of uh, uh, former Iranian general Soleimani. Um, and, but they were training the day before. So it's a bit confusing because at first it seemed okay and then it wasn't. Uh, Erfan, give us an update that what you've heard. We have unconfirmed reports that they're going to play the match after all at Zobahan's stadium, maybe. Is that true? And there have been both Arab and Iranian reports that the game is going to be played at Fulacha, which is Zobahan Stadium, uh, just on the outskirts of Sepahan. Um, but we're going to have to wait on that because we don't even know if the match is going to be replayed 100% because the AFC is going to have a meeting, I think, by the end of this month uh, where they'll decide on the matter. I hope it's going to be replayed. I really don't want to see uh, the game being uh, given as a 3-0 win to either side because I think it will ruin the fun of it. We we want to see these uh, teams play together. And I feel I feel really bad for the Sepan fans because they are the biggest losers out of this. I mean, imagine waiting all this time uh, for all these stars to come to your uh, country. You fill out your stadium. You have um, a very, very good uh, uh, entrance. Uh, we saw the TIFOs and um, all the uh, the very good atmosphere by the Sepahan fans. So, yeah, I feel very bad for them. Uh, I hope it gets sorted out. At least they can play a rematch and uh, full out share, even though the capacity is much lower. I think it's fifteen or 20,000. It would still be better than nothing. Well, I've I've watched the last uh, Iranian club playing in the Asian Champions League. Uh, it was a uh, mostly uh, Paris police that did well, but uh, for the, the other one, it was uh, much more difficult. And uh, yeah, we well, let's hope that this game will will get uh, postponed and played and not uh, be uh, um, cancelled or. Or anything. And on that note, Erfan, what what is the update with the standings? How are the uh, Iranian teams faring so far in the Champions League? Uh, well, we have uh, first of all in Group C, uh, we have Sepahan, I think. Uh, they're in a group with Air Force of Iraq, uh, at the head of Saudi and AGMK of Uzbekistan. Uh, surprisingly, in the in their first game, they drew to Air Force. Uh, with Ali Jassim of Air Force uh, getting a brace against Saban. Uh, and they they sadly gave away the two points away in the 90th minute. So, uh, But they are sitting third, um, well, second or third. They're, uh, I know they're third, I mean, with one point, but they have a game in hand, both them and Al-Tihad. So that game is very important. Uh, and then in Group D, uh, it's Nasaji's group, Al-Hilal are first. Uh, with four points, Nabahor are uh, second with four points. 
Uh, Nasaji third with three points and Mumbai City with zero points. Nasaji won their first game actually against Mumbai City, uh, even though Mumbai had more of the ball. But Nasaji, I think their experience of playing uh, against good teams in the Iranian league helped them a lot. They took their chances well, they defended well, and uh, that's what got them their debut win. Uh, they will play Nagbahor next in Uzbekistan, and uh, it might sound like an easy game because Nagbahor. Uh, don't even have any foreign players. It's just Uzbek players. But we saw how they played against Al Halal. Um, a very good one-one draw away. Even though it was uh, how uh, some people would call it park the bus football. But then they got the point at the end, and that's that's what matters. So uh, I would not say it's an easy game for Nasaji, but it's definitely winnable. And then in Group E, uh, Persepolis's group, we have uh, Cristiano Ronaldo Al Nasser uh, first. Persepolis second, Adohey third, and Esteklo Tajikistan fourth. Fourth, uh, and Persepolis started uh, with a loss, uh, unfortunately to Al Nasser. Uh, I would have loved to see that game with fans, but I guess it wasn't meant to be. And um, Al Nasser are currently top in the group, and Persepolis are second with uh, three points. I think Persepolis should easily be able to secure at least second place in this group and advance as one of the best runners up. Right, and in terms of the of the Persian Gulf Pro League itself, we have uh, Persepolis, Estagal, and Traktor uh, on top. The classic three, if if um if uh if I'm not mistaken, the classic three on top so far, uh, with thirteen points, twelve points, and twelve points. Uh, is that is that correct, Arfan? And 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 uh, also, what what are we seeing so far? What are the main storylines of the Persian Gulf Pro League, uh, so far? I know it's early, but uh, you know, about five six matches in. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, this morning was confirmed that uh, Persepolis have been deducted one point uh, because of their uh, of breaking their their financial fair play rules, I believe it was. So Estaga currently sit first with twelve points, Persepolis with twelve points, and Tractor with twelve points as well. Uh, so, but then Persepolis and Estaga do have a game in hand as well as Sepahan, who are fourth with eleven points. Uh, with an outstanding goal difference of plus ten, which is five higher than anyone else, um, so they've um, they've been deducted four points. They actually had the perfect start to the season, five wins out of five, and uh, but then again, rules are rules. If you don't follow them, you are going to get punished. So uh, it's very unfortunate that um, they can't follow this uh, simple set of rules that was set for them at the beginning of the season. It's, it's not just Sepahan. Yeah, it's embarrassing yeah, it's that there's multiple teams. Exactly. Now, Paris Police uh, deducted one point yesterday. It might be more later on. Who knows? And then there's, again, rumors today that Tractor are uh, going to be deducted points as well. So it's very sad to see something like this going on at, as a, as a prof- at a professional level, as <laughs> some people would say. But again, stories like this will make it seem very unprofessional. And um, another one of the main storylines are the Khuzestani clubs this season. Uh, they've had a very bad start to the season. Uh, Estelah Khuzestan currently sit bottom uh, with just one point in six games, uh, seven goals conceded. Uh, and then uh, Fulat sit 14th. Uh, and uh, after getting their first win uh, two or three days ago, I think it was, uh, and Sanat Naf sit on 13th. So out of the bottom four, four clubs, three of them are Khuzestani. Uh, which is uh, sad to see because uh, Khuzestan is, has always been big on the footballing stage in Iranian football. Uh, and the other uh, club in the relegation position is Shams Al-Zarqazvin, who, to be fair, have been playing very well. But that three-point deduction at the start of the season has hurt them a lot. And I don't think they're going to get relegated. I think they're going to bounce back up. 
All right. Uh, thank you, Arafan. Uh, again, Arafan Hosseini, our Persian Gulf Pro League expert on Golbizan. We always look to you whenever we're uh, looking for something to post or, or share. So, Arafan, uh, uh, thank you for that. Um, Danielle, before you go, uh, yeah, uh, Danielle, before you go, uh, we'll get you uh, uh, our expected lineup. So we're going to uh, go into our expected lineup for the Jordan match on Friday, and then we'll uh, take a look at uh, the Jordan national team. So, uh, Danielle, looking at this squad list, who is your ideal starting 11 for the Jordan match? Assuming, of course, that Iran can get the win and move on to play Iraq or Qatar. Who would you like to see get it done on Friday? Well, on the, the, the goalkeeper position, I would like to see uh, Niazmand. Um, I think he, he's a goalkeeper with a, with a potential. And um, yeah, I would like to see him uh, uh, for this game. In defense, uh, in central defense, of course, I would like to see Hasbovi. Um, and yeah, maybe with Kanoni to, 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 to get paired up. Um, on the right side, well... Uh, I would go for uh, Ramin Rezaian. Uh, left side, um, not sure if it's uh, if it's uh, good to play Milad Mohammadi. He's not playing a lot for his club, uh, and he's not been playing at his uh, best level for for a long time now. So, yeah, I'm... could it be a, a, a to give him some uh, some uh, playing time and. Uh, so I'm confident. I, I'm not sure. So I would play Hassan uh, Safi uh, in midfield. If we go with a three-man midfield, I would go with Saeed uh, Zatollahi, uh, Rodus, and Cheshmi, or Nurullahi. Depends. Yeah, I'll be open. And uh, and I'll finish with Jahanbar, Shmerdan Mohamedi, and Tarimi in front. That was a little bit experimental, a little bit, kind of mixing it up. Would you agree, Daniel? Yes, yes. Well, well regarding the, the squad, we have a, a, a quite a, a good squad regarding our players. We only have uh, maybe two, three uh, young prospects. So, yes, we have a lot of experience in this squad. I actually like that, uh, Daniel, but I don't expect it because we've seen Galanoi consistently start more of the A team guys and maybe bring those other guys on as subs. So I think realistically, I would hope that those guys get uh, about maybe the second half in terms of subbing on. Uh, some of them we might not see later. Uh, sometimes I don't agree with the timing of his subs, uh, but I, I I do like that that. Uh, that selection of guys who get to see that playing time. Uh, Arafan, yeah. what are you? What I would you... like, actually, I, I would like to see a, a formation with two strikers since we have Osmond Tarimi, but I, I'm not sure that he will try that against uh, Jordan. I think that also depends on health, how they're feeling on that on that day. Yeah, like you said, I don't. I think it's going to be a different lineup to what Dania said. Uh, my expected lineup would be, uh, I think Beran is going to start again. Uh, he has showed uh, the previous camps he, he likes uh, Berand a lot when he is available he has always started them uh, I think Berand will start and then uh, our back four I think like the Daniel mentioned I, I don't think it's time for Milad Mohammadi uh, to start yet so I would play Harsafi as left back uh, but the centre back pairing I don't think that Hasbabi will start yet 
even though I'd like to see him, but I don't think he's going to start. Uh, I think it's going to be a back two of uh, Kanani and Khalilzadeh, maybe. The, they've both been playing really well. And then uh, right back, Ramin Rezaian. Um, and um, I, I'm going with the 4 2 3 1 formation. So just to let you guys know, uh, the pivot two, I think it's going to be Ezatullahi and probably Ruzbe Cheshmi. Uh, and the three attacking midfielders. Uh, oh, yeah, just to mention, Hossein Najat has been playing as an attacking midfielder for Sepahan. So if he comes on, expect him to play in that position as well. Um, so the three midfielders up there, I'm going to go with uh, Qudus as a central attacking midfielder, Jean Bakhsh um, on the uh, left-hand side, and Mohebi on the right, and then uh, Taremi up top. So I think that's going to be uh, the team we're going to see on the Friday. It's actually been a really long time since we've played Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, at the senior level. We played them in the U23, played them several times in the women's side. Uh, Jordan wasn't too happy about our women uh, defeating them in the in a penalty shootout to advance to the uh, Asian Cup, but uh, they can go cry about that some more. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, from what I'm seeing, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think we've actually played them since 2006 World Cup qualifiers. Uh, unless. Uh, any of us have done some extra history research. I know Irfan might be doing some uh, right now. And, and in those 20, 2006 World Cup qualifiers, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, and you can comment below if you guys have any correction for me, but I believe it was, uh, it was, uh, it was 1-0 for Jordan. And then on the return leg, uh, Iran won 2-0. Uh, I think that was like the like second round of the World Cup qualifiers in 2006. I mean, it's a whole generation ago, but... Yeah, it's been quite some uh, time. Actually, I yeah, we have actually played them a few times after that as well. In 2012, we played them twice in a friendly, in friendlies mm -hmm. actually. But both ended in a draw. One time it was 2-2 two, two, and one time no, no. And that was under Kairos, 2012. Yeah, it was under Kairos. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, it's been a while since we played them, let alone play them in, in Jordan. And, and it's going to be two matches uh, in Jordan. Uh, so a, a little bit about the Jordan national team uh, right now. Uh, they are currently ranked uh, 84th in the world, uh, uh, down two spots. Their highest ranking ever was in 2004, whenever Iran was playing them. They were 30. They reached 37th. Um, in terms of uh, recent results, they played two friendlies against the European sides actually last window. Right, uh, right. They had yeah six nil yeah, lost. They, they, they've lost uh, against Norway six nil. And they've played another and, uh, game, but I don't uh, uh, think they won. Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan, two one loss was the other game. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. I see that here. Yeah. Uh, they defeated Jamaica two one in June. Lost to Serbia three to two in in June. Also, uh, their highest profile game uh, was yeah the six nil loss against Norway uh, last month. Last year they actually played against Spain. Lost to three to one. They managed a goal uh, against Spain. Um, in terms of their highest uh, rated players, uh, we were talking about it earlier, guys. Uh, Musa Altamari uh, plays uh, for Montpellier. Uh, and Erfan, I think you know a few more of those guys. You care to uh, 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 tell us more about the, some of their players? Uh, yeah, obviously you mentioned uh, Musa Altamari. Um, had a very good start to the season in the French League. Uh, scored a very good goal from outside the box a few days ago. Uh, so I think he is their star player. He is the one to look out for. Um, most of the other players, um, except a fair few, play in the domestic league. Uh, 
especially for uh, Al Faisali, uh, who are in the Champions League, and Wehdat and Al Hussein. So most of their players are made up of domestic players. And um, I actually want to talk about their new coach, uh, Hossein Amuta. He came in uh, not too long ago. He came in this year. And um, uh, the Moroccan uh, didn't have the best of starts. Uh, but then again, he just came into the team. So I think that's why that uh, they didn't play too well on, the, on those first two games. Predictions for Iran and Jordan. What are you looking, uh, what are you expecting for this? I expect a 3-0 for Iran. Simple as that? As simple as that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be as easy as Daniel mentioned. Uh, because we are playing in Jordan at the end. They're probably going to have a packed stadium. I, I would say a 1-0 win. We're going we're gonna to just scrape by. Knowing our history of a little bit of shenanigans uh, in a positive result, I would not be surprised if we go up... Uh, 2-0 and then let one go late or allow a silly goal first and then go up two goals to win 2-1. to one. Um, Oh, and by the way, Erfan, if, if this is a draw, do they go straight to penalties with this since it is a friendly tournament? Yeah, I believe they go straight to penalties. Okay, so, I mean, worst case scenario, if Iran just plays god-awful and we have penalty shootout or something, uh, hey, at least we get the experience of seeing what our players look like in penalty shootout and you know, we get to see them put on the spot. Maybe good experience for in January or in February for the uh, Asian Cup. Who knows? Um, yeah, but I mean, most realistically, I'd expect 2-1 win. I don't expect us to play fantastic. Um, so 2-1. But if we play up to uh, the potential of the right lineup, and if they have the right cohesion and, and the right uh, chemistry uh, leading up to the match, I wouldn't be surprised if we get something like 4-1. to one. Or or four nil if if our goalies play great and our def, our defense um, doesn't uh, doesn't mess around. Uh, and, and details for that, by the way, guys, that is uh, going to be at nine p.m. That's twenty one hours Jordan time, local time, so late kickoff. Ten p.m. Dubai time, um, eight p.m. Central European time. So for those uh, like in Sweden or, or where Danielle is in Paris, that's going to be at eight p.m. Uh, it'll be at two o'clock New York time, 1 p.m. Houston time, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 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 noon, uh, Denver time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. We'll be posting the links. Uh, I believe Irfan mentioned that it should be on Jordan, T uh, Jordan, uh, sports TV, uh, channel on YouTube. We'll be sharing those links. You'll probably see them a lot. Uh, on Twitter. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing a spaces as well uh, for that, uh, for the match uh, right before the game. Uh, I'm not too sure if Aria uh, will be leading that. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, those are the details for the game. Erfan, uh, uh, do you expect us to play Qatar or Iraq after this game? Uh, I expect us to play Qatar. Uh, based on what I've seen the past few months, I think we're going to play uh, Qatar. So yeah, they have, been, they, they have been struggling, but you think that they are better than, than Iraq? Yeah, Iraq have also been struggling. I mean, last month they played, and uh, I think it was the King's Cup in Thailand. And uh, it was similar to this tournament, and they drew 2-2 with India, winning on penalties in the semifinals. And in the final, they drew again 2-2 with Thailand, and then they won that game on penalties. So not the best of tournaments for them, but uh, they managed to win it with two draws. 
I, I think we're going to see Qatar and hopefully because uh, we haven't played them in a long time. The last time we played them was before the 2019 Asian Cup in a behind closed doors friendly. I think we want to win that game. And yeah, and obviously uh, the return of Carlos Kerush. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely no shortage of storylines with that uh, match. Uh, um, well, uh, I, 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 would, I would expect a match. Um, I think either will be very tough for Iran. So it, I, I, people look at it on paper and they think, oh, well, we could have gotten better friendlies. We played good friendlies last uh, last month. Why couldn't we get them again for this? But th- this is good. This is a good matchup uh, for prepping against the Asian Cup. If we're prepping for World Cup play, then yeah, we'd start worrying. But no, I, I think this is a good uh, competition uh, level for in preparation for the Asian Cup. Definitely. It's it's getting ready for uh, it's getting ready for potential matchups. So with that being uh, that being said, guys, um, uh, and we will have a uh, an episode in between the matches. We'll we'll try to assemble uh, enough guys uh, for that. It's been hard. It's been hard. We have we've had a lot of guys not be free to do Gold Bazan. Uh, but we want to put out a good product uh, for our listeners uh, on all podcast platforms, especially YouTube. If you're listening to us on YouTube, uh, please hit the subscribe button. It really does help us out, um, and, and it helps uh, get us uh, uh, really far in terms of uh, things we need to get technology-wise, uh, website-wise. It really helps us. So please hit the subscribe button. Hit, give us a good rating on uh, wherever you're hearing our podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, back for the next episode. Uh, Erfan, thanks for joining me again. Yeah, thank you again, Samson. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here once again. Yeah, goodbye. All right, yep, thanks. And uh, we'll see you for the next episode. And uh, we'll see you right before the match. And for our coverage on social media, as always, it's at Gold Design. My name is Saida Zatoley and you're listening to the Golbezan Podcast.